Welcome to Sneaky Athletic, your favorite sports adjacent audio forum. I'm Chandler. Alec, well, ready to go. Yeah, of course. we're kicking it off. <laughs> uh, we are back, back again, uh, here to talk to you about the what's going on and the what's going on, isn't that how it says, um, in the sports world, you know, our hot takes, shooting from the hip, we're going to give you the headline grabs that you want to hear with your ears close close almost had it all right let's get started my soul i gave it all but loving you was never easy All right. I have one of those like Alec things that like I feel like just happens to me as my beef this week. But I have had the monster mash stuck in my head for two weeks in the middle of March and it, or April. And it's so frustrating. Now it's going to be stuck in my head. H- how? How did it even get there? Dude, Mac is the worst about that, where not only does it get stuck in her head, she will sing the same line over and over again out loud i got to like i get to the point where sometimes my sentences will be like into the rhythm of like the monster match you need to sing the song to completion i don't think i know all the words that's another problem you have to play it sing it completely out and then your brain will just shut it out anything it's a graveyard smash in my brain cells i mean it was like that four um (laughs) uh my beef is for anyone that purchased the jake paul ben ashman fight i mean also like kind of a dumb move yeah you should have known i like like, i don't feel bad for you for getting your money taken no but i'll I'll have beef for you i guess um and it was evidently quite a few people i think it had like 1.6 million sales they made some uh, bank. Yeah. And do you think Ben Askren took the money? Did he take a dive? So I've had this argument with like our like big Ben Askren friend. And he's like, he hates losing too much, but didn't seem like he really hated it to me, you know? And he like didn't train. He no. like, I mean, he kinda... also, his hip is just fucking trash. Like he had that surgery on him not that long ago. Yeah, he looked fat and slow, like he didn't give a fuck. And like you could tell leading up to the fight and all the interviews, he's like, Yeah, I mean, I guess if, if he's good, like <laughs> there's not right. much I'm gonna be able to do. And like, is that the answer? Is he really that good? I mean, he definitely stepped up from like Nate Robinson to Ben Askren, but like neither of those guys are actually boxers. Yeah, and I mean he did look Jake Paul did look like a better fighter, but to what degree? I mean, it's like you're fighting an old washed up UFC guy that wasn't a, he wasn't like a throwing haymakers, even in his prime when he was undefeated yeah. in the UFC. Like, he's, he's a wrestler. Not, yeah. He was not known for his punching power. 
I don't know. I think it's, you know what? Good for Jake Paul for being a smart businessman. Do you think it was the dive? No, I don't think it was. I think he's like, I, I was, so I have a buddy back home who I was talking about and he's like, Ben Askren's got like a legit chance. I'm like, no, he doesn't. Like, this is well before the fight. I'm like, there's no way. Like, it might, it might go to decision, but I don't even think it's going to be that. Like, I think he's going to go down. Like, he's fucking, he's pretty old. He's not a boxer. He's clearly didn't care about getting in shape. So, yeah. but I, if Jake Paul keeps this up, like, eventually I think people are going to stop buying the pay per view if he just keeps fighting like athletes and like, these guys who aren't really boxers, but once he does start fighting boxers, he's either going to, you know, make himself a legend, I guess, or it'll be over. Well, I think that one, every boxer, when they start out fights, nobody's, you know? And so at least this is a little bit better of a draw, but my thing about it that makes me skeptical is like just the money involved and you know how much was bet on him by like snoop dog who ran it and like a couple other dudes who were tight in the circle it just seems a little fishy yeah it's also so other people start out fighting nobodies but they themselves don't claim to be somebody yeah yeah it's it's he's like holding up like championship belts like he's fucking Muhammad Ali, like it's the weirdest shit. Like the WWE belts that he bought yeah. at Dollar Tree. Like I used to hold up on the trampoline back in fifth grade when I'd fucking power bomb my friend. I don't know. I'd, I'm interested to see where it goes, but I can't wait oh. for him to get his shit rocks. And I'm gonna keep illegally streaming it or going to a friend's house that has enough money to buy it. Uh, but yeah, I don't. Even if you have enough money, you shouldn't spend money on him. Yeah, don't give them the the pay-per-views. For sure. Speaking of other good things to put in front of your eyeballs, mm. I started watching Yellowstone. Oh, my God. It's pretty tasty. So don't, good. Don't tell Paul I said that. It is two or three episodes in for me, but hooked. Uh, it definitely gets better. She said it was like Cowboy Succession. Do you think so? Kind of. It's way more violence uh, yeah but i mean yeah kind of like it's the overall outline is there but uh yeah i mean it's like a tale as old as america it's basically cowboys versus indians yeah i'm kind of sick of that trope like did cowboys not have any other like predators or you know people with beef you know, like any other time in history, like there's other people. I guess just everybody pretty much was a cowboy at that point in time. Well, I mean, I guess or also like in Montana, prob- probably like the Mexicans as well. Like depending on where you were in Texas yeah. or in the middle, like you're either like fighting in the Alamo or, you know, you're helping with at, how close is the Alamo and the Trail of Tears? Those are way off. But Alamo is like 18, late 1800s. I I don't know that or that's questions. I don't, I don't know. know. We're trying to now. We're we need a fact checker. Uh, where's Seth? R.I.P. He's very much alive. Uh, what were we talking about? Yellowstone. Yeah, it's great television. Yeah. If you can like, get a hold of it, that was another thing, man. It, like 
watching like sports events from streaming my computer, not a big deal. It doesn't seem like a burden, but I have I like an Amazon Fire Stick is my primary like TV system. And then my backup is an Apple TV. And both of those companies are in disputes with Peacock. And so yeah. it took me forever and was such a pain in my ass, which it really wasn't that big of a deal thinking about it, but all the stuff like, I had to go through. Like I want to watch Ted Lasso, but like I, I don't have an Apple TV. And so I'm just like, well, eh, you know, one day I'm just going to basically sit down for a day and figure it out yeah how to stream it and then just watch it all i mean ted lasso's good new season coming the june 23rd i believe 23rd yeah season two all right well i do have some good historical facts for you okay this is my google this for this week and it's leo major he was a french canadian soldier during world war ii and his wiki page starts off like real small real slow uh, he moved in with his aunt because of like family troubles and he just wanted to you know join the army so his father could have like a son to be proud of good god did he succeed so on d day he went and captured a german armored vehicle by himself containing top secret equipment codes um days later his first encounter with an ss patrol he killed four soldiers but one of them like pulled a grenade before he died so he lost an eye but he continued his scouting service and sniper service insisting he only needed one eye to fire his weapon and according to him he thought it was kind of cool because he looked like a pirate Uh, he also single-handedly captured 93 german soldiers in another battle and i mean like caught more soldiers like a couple of weeks later i believe and then used them as bait and like killed a bunch more like this dude was just all over the place like it was like call of duty came to life sounds like john rambo yeah it is one of the most interesting wiki pages like especially like history wise that i've ever read so leo major and uh, the leo has it like apostrophe over the e a tilde is that what it is no i think the tilde is the wavy thing over ends I always think of Unlauts, which is like the German dots. That's the dots, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Words aren't our thing sometimes. For sure. For sure. Do you want to just go ahead and move into your what the feed? Yeah. So I became Spectre Gadget and Spectre Clouseau a couple days. Uh, Well, last night, I guess. Yeah. Lakers Twitter is just in shambles. So how much do you know about this situation? So basically, from my understanding, uh, I'll give mine and then you just correct me and give the full story. Uh, There was a large Laker fan account called named Vivian, and it was a female that like was like tweeted a, a bunch from my understanding, had a large following 10 years old, went was in a relationship with someone. Yeah, so another large another Laker, okay, and then went missing and revealed that they had cancer. I think the cancer thing came before. Okay, okay. I just saw the one picture. I could have the wig on, could not. Yeah, and then it was deemed to be that this was just a a catfish account. 
So the backstory of Vivian is pretty murky because it seems like it's always been a catfish account. Like I said, it's 10 years old, but in like 2018, uh, the account pivoted from, you know, tweeting about whatever to tweeting like almost exclusively Lakers content. And that's like, was the account sold? What was going on there? But no answers to that have been provided. Uh, but she also tweeted shit like that she was in school, like in high school in like 2009. And then like said that she was still in high school, like four years later. And then like claimed that she was in school in like 2019. So like, I did I'm, see something about the ages weren't adding up when people right. went back. It was like, wait, you were this old at this time. Yeah. So Vivian um, had appeared on a podcast and this podcast was like some top Lakers dudes. And uh, apparently one of the guys on that podcast was the person who uh, like started reaching out and like initially it was like, Hey, you know, she's missing and his essentially rival podcast. Cause they're like low tier Laker podcasts, uh, you know, just some Joe's like you and I, and this other guy had been like in an online relationship with her for like two months and was like calling her baby on the timeline and being all smoochy, smoochy, whatnot. Turns out that whenever like they said that she was missing and like these two accounts with like decent backings, we're like, oh, hey, we have to find her. They like put together a search party and like, so shit was getting real. And that's whenever she essentially was like, oh no, I'm not missing. And she had tweeted like seven hours before, maybe less than that, like the missing time. So they tried to clear it all up and they got on a Twitter spaces, which for some reason, Kevin Durant joined. And what the fuck? Well, okay. Yeah. He, we'll get to him later. And he was like trying to get to the bottom of it. And like they started saying that KD was in it because KD's got no bitches and was like needing to uh, get in on other people's game. But this girl just like clearly, well, Vivian, girl, quote unquote, yeah, has very clearly like Photoshop pictures, uh, just doesn't even like anybody who takes two seconds to look at it would be like, that's a little fishy. So, essentially she came out saying that she wasn't missing and that you know the relationship with the one podcaster was fake but she wouldn't join the spaces and so whenever they were in the spaces the two rival podcasts were going after each other and you know saying that you don't know her oh you don't know her well one of them had like podcasted with vivian and so they're in this battle. And I really think what happened was they both got duped by Vivian. Yeah. Um, she got, she went missing in like a 2020 Bentley. Like you're either dead or you're not really missing. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like an easy car to look over. So both of these guys got catfished because one of them ended up like reaching out to the Lakers themselves and they like, sent their personal security officer and that's essentially you know when the search party was getting together and she revealed that like she wasn't missing 
and we still don't know who Vivian is. Uh, the guy who's in a relationship with her is like pretty devastated because yeah. he went into this Twitter space and just got <laughs> roasted for like 45 minutes. Uh, the other guys who was like podcasted with her, apparently whenever he like sent her the links, uh, she was like taking forever to join and like wouldn't join immediately. And it had to be through like some weird, you know, like we're on Zoom and it had to be through some weird spot that they like went through. So Vivian's still unknown and two guys got duped by this dude who was using a voice changer and Jesus, you know, what what was the account at? Was it, is it butterfly underscore four, two, four? I believe that is uh, Vivian's account. Yes. Yeah. It says Lakers, purple heart, yellow heart are my first love writer and tweets for at Laker fanatics. I dream of ball and superheroes snap and IG low underscore butterfly eight. And the girl who like Vivian took the pictures from like came out and, you know, everybody was like attacking her online. They're like, how do we even know you're real? Like you could be the fake one. And so she was like posting selfies with like timestamps and stuff like that. So we know that the person in the pictures is not, you know, the actual account owner. Oh shit. Laker fanatics just put out a statement. What is it? Laker fanatics is the account that she would like tweet for. And they have 45,000 followers. That Vivian account is like deactivated now. Like I couldn't click on it. So Mm -hmm. I just went to the Laker fanatics and uh, I'll send it to you right now. Um, I'll send it in the sneaky athletic group. They just posted a statement. Uh, regarding the Vivian uh, is it Flores situation, uh, we are fully aware. Why, why did you struggle with Flores? I don't know if that's how it's pronounced. To be honest, it should have been a Z. So I, I retract. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, we are fully aware of the situation that transpired with one of our team members. That person is lo- no longer a part of the team and we apologize to everyone that has been affected or misguided by this unfortunate incident. It does not define who we are or what we do here. We try to run this account with integrity and respect. We appreciate all of our followers and we are grateful for your support and your understanding. Nobody really understands. Like, yeah. What is the situation? Like you're like, oh, we understand the situation, but like, can you, can you elaborate? I, I don't think anybody, that's the thing is nobody truly knows what's going on, but everybody is flaming these two groups. And like one of the guys who was like the one who wasn't dating Vivian was very much like full and supportive, like trying to rally the troops around everybody was essentially the leader of the search party where the other guy was like, oh, my baby's missing, you know, heartbroken. That's everybody rough. is just killing them online. I, this One of the replies to this uh, Laker fanatics is, I just want to know how y'all hire people. Isn't there a vetting process, like a Zoom interview, like anything? And somebody replied and says, there sure is now. <laughs> There's got to be. Yeah. And, you know, the guy who was dating her, like was really head over heels. Like this girl is so uh, fine. My goodness. And you know, one of the best tweets well, that like, I saw. 
there's like they're they're showing like the photoshops underneath of like mm-hmm. what they're posting like very obviously photoshop shit that's that's so fucking heartbreaking because that guy was like finally like i met a hot chick that also loves the lakers as much as i do like, this is crazy and it's just some dude behind a keyboard apparently she went missing after the guy who was dating her tried to cut it off but oh, you know like stunt you gotta be a little skeptical the second that you know, you're thinking that you found the perfect girl who's going to drive you around in a 2020 Bentley and pay your bills while you're you're discussing how good AD is at the five and, you know, LeBron in the pick and roll. Like, just come back to reality a bit, bud. Yeah. It's, uh, it's like, if it seems too good to be true, it probably is. Yeah. What is it? was a lot. I'm trying to find the Instagram now. I wouldn't be surprised um, if they were all deleted, but I do think that it's possible that that account was getting like sold around or that it was just the guy actually liked the attention and was like catfishing people so he could get more followers. Yeah. The Instagram's deleted now. Uh, yeah. I, it's interesting. It's interesting what people do for the clout for attention. It was something else. It was really something else. And I guess like that, like the guy who was dating him, like honestly, like seemed very innocent. Uh, The dude who um, created the, or yeah, created the uh, like search party seems a little bit more at fault because he like stated in the spaces. He's like, uh, you know, the guy who's in the relationship is my arch enemy. And it just, I don't know. I, like how they were getting so upset over this. Uh, the statement by the guy who created the search party was still haven't gotten a goddamn explanation. Thought I trusted someone and learned my lesson. Tried to help a friend I thought was in peril. I was duped like y'all and feel bad as a pawn. Such garbage. Logging off for a while. Stay safe out there. You never know. It's just so funny because I got to think about it. Like the accounts that I follow that basically just tweet about sports that don't have a person in their avatar or if it is a person it's like a meme or whatever so like i've never seen them like there's like this nicks tape guy that i've been following since he has like 300 followers he's like 15k now and it's it's like i've never seen his face i don't know what he looks like but he's never like used it to try to like you oh know, no and i like, hit I know, on somebody and like i know he's just a legit like sports fan because i've been following him since he was a trill withers reply guy and he was just like making me laugh and i was like this guy's pretty funny and like i would hit follow and he would be like tweeting some shit of like do i watch the yankees game or do i study for my final like fuck this fucking final <laughs> the yankees are on or some shit you know i'm like all right now this is like just some college kid who likes had plenty of time yeah Yeah, who who likes to talk about sports he's fucking hilarious and it seems like the search party man had like replied to vivian whenever he like essentially he either owned the vivian account oh and it got too real or he had like sent her things that you know she had written so that's the i think that they were both duped personally 
but the conspiracy theory is that Surge Party Man is actually Vivian, which that's committing to the bit. It's yeah. If you're, that's so. Do you think Vivian, this person that's Vivian, wanted a way out, or they got into deep, or you think it's this other person who's like, fuck, now I gotta do all this because I'm somehow in a two month relationship with this guy. <laughs> well, I don't know what the guy brought to the table. You know, like was it really a play of like? He tried to cut it off because it was like an online thing and seemed a little bit weird. And like they use this for attention and then it got like too real or was they could all just be independent. You know, I I don't know if it got too real for him or not. But I I do think that whoever ran the account once there was like people actually on the block looking for like shut the shit down. It's so fucking funny. It's crazy that that can happen in 2021. That's what people were saying. And like how badly Photoshopped it was like, you know, like you can tell like slight Photoshops that everybody gets, like whether it's a filter or a little bit of Facetune or this and that. And it's like, she clearly like the edge of her hair was like, it, it looked like, you know, whenever you have the TikTok green screen. Yeah. It was bad. It was definitely like rush photoshops like, oh, they won't look at this, like whatever. Post it on uh, West Coast time so you know all your East Coast followers aren't up. <laughs> and then it got enough attention. I don't know. Twitter's wild. And it is. One of our biggest contributors, like we talked about earlier, Kevin Durant, man, all he's been, over. He's been on a tear going after Shannon Sharp. Uh, you know, he, he just had an interview on million dollars worth of game where <clears throat> he stated his top five players he's ever played with. And Russell Westbrook was left off. Uh, so well, that went viral to be clear. They asked for his top five players and it was, uh, give me a second. It was Kyrie, Kyrie. James Harden, Steph Curry, Steph Curry, Steph Curry, Clay, Andre Iguodala. Yeah. And the guy who was interviewing him says, aren't you missing somebody, Russ? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, Russ, and threw him in at the end. So, yeah. A little then, fishy. Then he's he now today, uh, he, I guess, went and presented his, his top 12 all-time players, uh, mm-hmm. him and Nick Wright. Uh, let me pull it up here. And uh, it sparked a little bit of debate online. Uh, who has the better all-time 12-man roster, uh, either Nick Wright or KD? And they didn't do like a draft or anything. Like they just both presented their right. 12-man you could rosters. double Like they could have the same person on each yeah. team. So like I believe like they both had MJ. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I, I can read them off. Like so Durant's starting five is LeBron at point guard. Uh, Michael Jordan, Kobe, Kevin Durant, and then uh, Hakeem at center. On the bench, he has Steph, Magic, T-Mac, Dirk, Shaq, AD, and KG. Uh, And then Nick Wright had Steph at the point, and then Jordan, LeBron, Duncan, Kareem. On the bench, Magic, 
Kobe, Bird, Dr. J, Hakeem. Is it, Kareem was at center. And then Hakeem on the bench, Shaq, and then Durant on the bench. And so then it, it, some, like a, a, a bunch of replies started going off. And, you know, Nick Wright being very online started replying. And I believe it was about. Um, he goes de- hard defending himself. He does. Sometimes a little too much. And the, the debate was about whether to put uh, Durant at the power forward or Duncan. And Nick Wright was saying that Duncan's like a better uh, defensive player and like he wouldn't mind, you know, being on that high powered of a team. Tim Duncan's like has the right temperament to be like, I don't care if I score. Like I'll right. hit my I'll hit my three turnaround hook bank shots and one elbow shot and make three free throws a game. That might even be too much. It's like nine <laughs> points. Um. So and then they were going back and forth and my favorite the. <laughs> the funniest part of it all is when Nick Wright was like, uh, he goes, no doubt, like Katie was making points. He was like, no, I, I would rather have AD. He's a better defender. He can hit the three, like he can handle the ball if needed. All these things. He can protect the rim better. Uh, Nick Wright was like, oh, yeah, no doubt. Like, these are all fair points. Um, he's like, do you want to have like an actual draft? And we have alternating picks. He's like, I've got some time, and you can have the first pick. And Katie replied and was like, I'm good. He's just <laughs> vicious when he's on there. And I bet his next tweet was like two minutes later, too. Like it's not like oh, for sure. It's not like he, he had, had like, time. He didn't have anywhere to go. I just think he was done playing, you know, blacktop full team with uh Nick Wright and just I mean, I would be too. Yeah. Like, did like, you just get tired of 2K? What's going on? That's, yeah. Katie was walking down the hall at high school and the nerds were having a debate and he stopped by and was like, you know, presented his quick side of the argument. And they're like, oh, well, Katie, like eighth hour, we'll actually, we're, we're practicing for quiz bowl. And he's like, ah, I'm good. Yeah, you guys can have your little fun, nerds. Like, I'm going to go back over here. <laughs> he was like, you guys keep that. I don't blame him. Me either. <laughs> like, it actually would have been funnier if he was like, no, you have the first pick. Nick Wright, like, makes the first pick, and he just stopped replying. <laughs> just like, just <laughs> completely ghosted him. I do think that Kevin Durant needs a girlfriend. For sure. <laughs> he seems a little yeah. lonely, a little bit too much time on his hands. Yeah, what what was that tweet? Oh my god, he has one of it. One of his old tweets was something about, uh, something about that. Like, why waste your time with women? Or something? I don't remember. Maybe he doesn't swing that way. I don't know. If that's right, you heard it here first. Yeah, let's get Maybe on to the rest. Asexual. I, I maybe you know, Durantula. You never. Know. Uh, I'm not gonna. I didn't say that. I'm not going to accuse him of it. No. So speaking of Durant and his team, how do you think the playoffs are going to shake up? Like, I want your view of, you know, where everything's going. I know it's like very bird's eye, uh, but like, what is your take here of, you know, what's going to end up, what's going to happen? Like, I don't necessarily need your seating, but, you know, maybe just who is going to end in the conference games. What are the, let me get to the standings right now. 
Because I think that it's almost a changing of the guard where in the West we're seeing uh, the Suns and uh, the Utah Jazz at the top, which are not teams that you typically think of, but they're also led by, you know, the new superstars like Donovan Mitchell and Devin Booker. On the other side, we have the, you know, tried and true Nets super team, which is yeah. you know, essentially what we've seen in the West for a while. And then, you know, is Philadelphia ever going to make it? And can the Bucks really do it? Um, you know, they're kind of sliding down. And so what do you think is going to be the thing? There? Celtics are on a decent little run here of late. I think they're like seven and one since Paul Pierce brought strippers to his place. Uh, <laughs> Hold your breath on them. Uh, I don't know. There's so many injuries too that, uh, like I'm never gonna discount the Lakers if they have LeBron and AD if they can get healthy. Uh, so I'm always looking out for them. Who am I looking for over here? I mean, Charlotte just got Lamelo back too. And I know they're at the bottom, but like moving and shaking could make some noise. They're not going to win a series against anybody. No, they're not, especially not like the Nets if they if they get that Correct. matchup. And I think if they're in, it's a play-in game regardless. Okay. Um, I don't know. I haven't watched a ton of basketball lately. Um, That's what, like, I'm just seeing a lot of narratives pushed, and it seems like basketball hasn't been, like, that attractive this year. I, I think it's because it, it's what carried everybody through. Uh, right now, baseball is having its highest viewing. Like MLB TV is having its highest viewing. Like only if they made it accessible to everyone and you know a little bit easier, they would Good have God, even yeah. higher views. But they they framed it in such a funny way. It was like 1.8 billion minutes watched of baseball. I'm like, what's that even fucking mean? Like this is the dumbest shit. Uh, There's one guy who watches every game because he has money on it. Is what? It yeah, means. exactly. He has all the TVs just on MLB TV. Uh, <laughs> They're counting all the casino subscriptions that you know they just yeah. have the big board of all the games. Every TV and every bar. Uh, so I would say, I mean, it's. I think in my opinion, it's gonna be the Lakers in the in the Nets as long as everybody can get healthy. And that's boring as fuck, but like. I just don't see it any other way. What? Um, I don't the Sixers, see the Sixers. Embi- Embiid's out? No, he just came back. Oh, he just he came was back? for a bit. Yeah. I believe he has one or two games under his belt at the time of recording this. Okay. I just think that both of those teams match up very poorly with like a few others. Uh, for example, I don't think that defensively like Giannis is really going to be stopped and don't get me wrong like their defense is good but it's not great and obviously the Nets are going to be an issue but I think the same thing with their front court is an issue if they played the 76ers you know it's just it's a toss them up the Bucks have the best differential in the Eastern Conference at Mm -hmm. plus 6.1 with the Sixers at plus five and let's look oh man you the jazz just have the best defense right and i think that 
you know, that's a tough matchup for the Lakers because they're playing the same style of ball. And I think unless LeBron and AD are completely healthy and just put the team on their back, like they're going to struggle. Yeah. It's tough. I need to start watching some more. I've just been watching a lot more Royals lately. I need to get back into basketball. Well, we'll spin back around to it uh, next couple of weeks, see where you're at. Steph Curry's on a tear, though. He, yeah. He'd be fun uh, to see in what, the playoffs. Where are they at? Uh, they're in a play-in play, play in game currently. But, you know, if that's a one or two game series, I, I guess it would be a one or three game series. Like, Okay. I forgot Steph the, can just drop 50. I forgot the playoffs are expanded. Correct. Yeah. And, you know, Steph Curry over the last 11 games is averaging over 40 points. It's ridiculous. Currently the league leader in scoring. Yeah. I mean, he's just a beast out there currently. He's doing things that I think I heard he could go 0 for 500 in his next 500 threes and still and retire. And he would finish with a higher three-point percentage than Ray Allen, correct? Who is number two? And I think he could go zero for six hundred in the same way and finish higher than Reggie Miller, who's number three. He has more ten point or ten made three-pointers in a game than any other player ever combined. He's he's an animal. He, we were talking about this earlier. Earlier and this it, year. Yes, earlier this year on the podcast, we've mentioned it. Like we were saying he was primed for an insane year. And he is backing us 100%. It's awesome. Uh, He is going off night after night. And I mean, everybody's hurt uh, on their team. Like they just lost their like huge rookie. Uh, They're like, you know, other pretty good low man um, is out. So it's, he's just doing what he had to do to keep that team afloat. Obviously if Clay's there, like they might be a real contender. Um, and I think there's something to watch out for next year, but feels good to be right. Yeah. And we, we were talking about it because there's a tweet that you had sent that, you know, when, when athletes are performing at their peak, it's something special to watch. But when Steph Curry literally cannot miss it's like he's possessed like something's taken over his body he is not from this earth he put a magnet in the ball or something and And it's just they're so pure every time i don't know that he i think he goes stretches where he'll make five threes and not a single one touches the rim teams triple team him at this point like late in the game or they like even start from the jump with uh double teaming him because like honestly, why not? I would triangle uh, into him. I I think that that's your only plan. I do think that the Warriors should just lock arms and create a circle around him. What's stopping him? What's stopping Truly. him to do that? I mean, I don't know, but again, feels good to be right. Yeah. Uh, and, let's and move on. Everyone, one last thing. Everyone, you sh- enjoy Steph Curry. We're getting oh, to watch yeah, absolutely. the greatest shooter in NBA basketball history. Just enjoy it. I used to, when him, like when it was Golden State versus LeBron, like I used to fucking hate him. And it's just like, just grow up. Just enjoy someone being so fucking good at basketball. It's insane. Yeah. It's, 
a once in a lifetime opportunity and we're lucky to be you know here and alive whenever he's doing this every night absolutely so let's talk about other things we are right about because we made some masters predictions yes you slipped in tony finau which ended up being a pretty decent pick uh later on like he kind of brought his game back made some six shots i'm real high and mighty about saying it was going to be a golfer from asia like i feel so good about that you had that. what a what a w because no nobody has ever won that before from uh, japan at least yeah i think it's actually all he's the first asian uh golfer to win the masters and obviously the first japanese golfer as well yeah so hideki uh, matsuyama uh actually i don't know if you know this but he's stuck in the amateur leagues like three or four years because he wanted to win one specific tournament the last year that he was in the amateurs, do you remember when there was like a 14 year old kid who went to the masters? Yeah. I think, yeah, he couldn't drive. Right. So Hideki lost to him and Matsuyama lost to him in his last year of the amateurs after like trying to win this tournament year after year. He's like, all right, I'm done. And that's whenever he finally went pro. So that's crazy, you know, grind it up. Uh, but I also had some misses. I thought DeChambro might be able to wow us. Yeah, that was tough. Yikes. Um, and I yeah. didn't believe in Spieth again. Uh, so maybe he's finally turned it around. Yeah, he finished what? Fourth? It was high. His top he six. He finished top sure. five. Yeah. yeah. So next time I pick him will be the time that he sucks again. And that's yeah. just how it goes. But That is exactly how it goes. I do just also have an issue with the way that the Masters is set up, like golf scheduling wise, because I'm been watching a ton of golf and the weekend after to just have such a shitty tournament doesn't make sense to me like get the amateur you know championship in there get the senior tour championship like a celebrity game like anything but the trash bag that they present afterwards i, I think it's because it's like the the golfers kind of want to break but i but that doesn't stop the amateur or the senior there. tour I, like, I agree. I think that it's a huge event. It takes a lot out of everybody. It's very stressful for some people. Like, I understand them not going two weekends in a row, but at least the weekend after that, like, give me something better because they still do a PGA it should move. event. I know because I want good people to play at the Waste Management. I Like, they should just move the Waste Management open to the weekend after, but I want good people to play in that, so... I don't know. It's an issue. I, you know, somebody send them a letter or something, figure it out. I'll write one. Thank you. You got anything else? What, what other sports stuff we got? Uh, I mean, Super League, European Super League. Yeah. What's going can, on with that? We can talk soccer for a minute. So essentially, the American owners of a bunch of these European soccer teams that are they're the the big dogs when it comes to uh you know the soccer the championship cup you know all this stuff it's it's kind of hard to explain of how pretty much the, the best non-national team from every country or correct. like the top couple is the top 12 they so you're not always guaranteed a spot in the 
playoffs. So the how like soccer works over there in Europe is it's always basically a giant tournament that you play all year. And then eventually, you know, four teams from each place kind of advance. So if you suck in some random team that's like not worth as much money as you has a better record, like you're back no matter how much money you're worth. Mm-hmm. So all these teams, uh, I mean, like Arsenal, Man United, uh, you know, the big, the big teams that are like Liverpool, like the name worthy ones, uh, who, which a lot of them are owned by Americans, one, including, uh, Liverpool, LeBron's an owner. I think Arsenal is Stan Kroenke, the owner of the Rams. And so I should be more of a fan of him for what he did to St. Louis. <laughs> well, people fucking hate him over, uh, in London, sure. but so Essentially, they got JP Morgan was backing this Super League that it was just going to be these 12 teams. And if they joined, they automatically got $440 million. Okay. Which was very tasty. So pretty it much everybody, enticing. everybody's like, uh, yeah, this is awesome. And they're like, and if you win the Super League at the end of the year, you're going to get twice as much as you would win from like the Champions Cup. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Okay. Is that the big dog? Is the yeah, Champions like the Cup premier, the, the Premier League. And it's like the Champions Cup is like the tournament. That's the okay name of it. So uh, everybody's like, okay, this is sounding good and good, but all the like the owners wise, but the fans are pissed because it's like it's taking away from. They call them like Sunday clubs or whatever, and it's just a football, fucking football, uh, soccer team. Correct. That, I mean, technically. Um, is basically like made up of like construction workers and stuff, but they can still play. Like the Champions Cup is as long as you're a team, like you can play basically. Right. They could like be you, everybody from the movie Invincible. Yeah, exactly. Until you get relegated. And it's like, it's, it's, it's actually a cool system of how it's set up. It's just like confusing if you don't know anything about it. Well, then all these. So everybody's like, well, there's no drawbacks to it. This is awesome. Well, FIFA actually stepped up and did something good for once. And we're like, yeah, any uh, person that plays in the Super League is not eligible for the World Cup. And everybody was like, well, fuck that. I'm not fucking doing that. Because the World Cup is the end-all, be-all when it comes to soccer. I mean, that's what the, all these guys, I think, dream of scoring a goal in the World Cup. Well, I think of the World Cup as the end-all, be-all for um, places that aren't – that soccer isn't as huge uh so like you know the great players from brazil who go to europe or you know because they don't have national pride for england um but yeah yeah no it's it's i mean it's like the olympics too to a certain degree it's yeah absolutely you know it's like well you get to go home and represent where you're from and like if you put on for your country like you're a living legend forever and if you don't you might get killed yeah so it it was just something that I think it, it was like all these fucking just billionaires uh, and mostly American billionaires were like, let's make soccer a little bit more like what we're used to, where right. just like the good teams just constantly get rewarded and we just always make money instead of these little guys sometimes get money. Hey, giving the little guys a chance. Yeah. I um, do they think... Met- FIFA is kind of hypocritical by doing that because 
they played the like emotional sympathy card and like we're saying that hey like we really care about like this international tournament while they're hosting the world cup and Qatar, Qatar, um where like 50,000 people have died constructing these stadiums you know like oh, obviously yeah, they don't care that much i think and i think like real fans of these european soccer teams completely understand that as well they're like yeah. thank you fifa like that that was nice of you to do that but fuck you like we still fucking hate you right you're a piece of shit like i, I think they're just like finally they had a backbone and did one good thing yeah, it's like when Roger Goodell doesn't fuck something up every five years. Exactly. Like, and then you he he doesn't fuck something up, and you're like, ah, oh, you know, these guys not so bad. And then you like remember everything else, and that he makes forty forty million dollars a year, and he's sitting in the massage parlor with uh, the owner of the Patriots, and yeah, Bob Kraft, yeah. Robert, oh, Robbie Kraft. Did you look all that up? How'd you get all that information? Uh, I listened to a couple podcasts on it where like some actual fan, like soccer fans, like people who, heads, yeah. yeah, people who grew up in London, like talked about it. Uh, and basically, you know, they basically, uh, the main guy, God damn it. Now I'm troops. It's troops. Uh, FC, I think is what he is, but He's I'll support him. He's fucking awesome. He's, uh, but he went off about it and just about how like it's bullshit that like it just ruins this huge tradition of the way soccer is over there and like what makes it fun. So it's like, oh well, yeah, I'm behind that. No, Super League is a good name. I'll give him that. Kind of got me, got me intrigued. Yeah, I, I mean, I looked at it because of that, but then I was like. Oh, soccer. So, yeah. Good research, though. It was informative. Well, I think that uh, about does it for all the stuff I have. You got anything else? Nope, not at all. I really exhausted myself trying to figure out all the Lakers drama. Yeah, you did all the legwork on that because I like halfway saw it this morning and then just hit you up and you're like, yeah, I've been I'm deep. I'm deep in the (laughs) trenches. I spent a couple hours in it and like even like the night that it happened, like trying to piece together the story. And obviously it's still like a mess and nobody really knows what's going on. Yeah. Fingers crossed, you know, Vivian's found. (laughs) Oh, be safe, Vivian, be safe. All right. Well, that does it for this week. We appreciate everybody listening. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Love you guys. Sneak out.